Welcome to uh, another session of Cooking Around the World. I'm Chef Marshall Huffman, and I'll be your host today. And uh, I'm glad you could join us, because today we're going to do uh, a couple of Italian dishes that are a little bit off the beaten path. Um, they're not something that you run across in restaurants very often, but boy, they're awful good, and you can make this for your family at home really easy. So I'm going to show you a complete meal that you can make that's a little bit unique, and then I'll uh, show you some other things that uh, we've kind of got hidden away that we haven't shown anybody yet. So I'm going to start off today by uh, making a risotto rice, and um, we're going to get that working right away, mainly because it's going to be the thing that takes the longest. It'll probably take close to 20 minutes, and while that's going on, I'll show you a couple other recipes that are, can go with this just as well. So let's go ahead and get started on that. The first thing we've got back here is a, a stove that won't light. No, <laughs> is, a stove. is our stove. And we're just going to heat this. And then all that's in there is a little olive oil, a little butter at this point. Once that warms up enough, we're going to add our rice into this pan. And right here is the kind of rice uh, that I'm using. And um, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's, a, it's from Italy. It's a little bit different than our long grain wild rice. So we're going to use that in here. And we're just going to pour this whole, it's about a cup and a half in there. And we're just going to pour that in there. And we're going to let that start to um, peel off. So we're just going to let it work for a little bit. Now, we'll have to stir this up at first. But once we get it going, we won't have to do anything to it. The butter adds a little bit of um, nice flavor to it. Now, I'm going to add a little bit of salt even though I'm accused of adding too much salt almost all the time. I will only add a little bit of salt because uh, my camera crew may uh, not do any more of these shows if I kill them with too much salt. So I'm going to put in just a smidge. Not a whole lot, just enough to give it a little bit of flavor. And while that's working, We'll stir it up just a little bit. All we're going to do is brown this. It's just going to get slightly brown. All right. While that's working there, I'm going to go ahead and put in a cup and a half of um, chicken broth. And it should just barely cover it. And I'm going to let that sort of cook into there and absorb some of that flavor. And once that gets down just a little bit, renders down just a little bit, we're going to add in a little more water. So we've got about a cup of water. So we've got right now about two and a half cups of liquid for our basically one pound of rice. So that's in there. And we're just going to let that, on a very low heat, start to cook. And what I'm going to do, so because it's limited in space on what we can do with our camera, I'm going to go ahead and move that to another burner back here. And that way we can keep working on that while, um, wrong burner, we can keep working on that while I'm showing you the rest of it. And you can do this at home. You can start on one of them and put it on the other. So I've got this going there, like that. And all I'm going to do now is put a new saute pan down. Now this can be done. This can be done 
early in the day or earlier in the day and then just reheat it. It does well reheating. Some rices don't. Some rice get real sticky. This will be fine. You can reheat this later on. Now you want to watch your, your heat because you don't want this to start to dry out. What else I'm going to put in there is going to be a little bit of white wine. <laughs> Any surprises there? I can't cook without white wine. I, I'm going to put in a couple ounces of white wine. Well, okay, four ounces of white wine. And let all of that start to simmer on a very, very low heat. And I'm just going to cover. And let that just work on itself. Now down here, I've got my saute pan. And what I'm going to put in there is going to be some olive oil. A little bit of our butter. And we're going to let those heat up. And in the meantime, what this is going to be is a uh, pork scallopini. And this will go great with this rice. So I've got my pork chop. And what I did was I just butterflied it. Now, you don't have to do it that way. You can just cut them however you want to, as long as it's a nice, lean piece of pork and doesn't have a lot of fat on it. And so I've just cut them and butterflied them. And all I'm going to do with them is put them in a little egg. And then dip them into some breadcrumbs and coat both sides of it in the breadcrumbs. And you want to get a nice coating on there. All right. So I've got that there. And I'm going to do two of them um, so everybody has something to eat. Uh, <laughs> good idea. Yeah. And so I'll go ahead and do this other one as well. Now. You do not have to use breadcrumbs. Um, if you don't have breadcrumbs around, you can use flour. Um, it's not quite as flavorful, but it'll certainly work just as well. So I've got this, and I'm going to put that in our skillet. And put that one in there. And all we're going to do is let these brown really well before we move on to the next step. So we've got our rice going down here. We've got our pork chops moving here, our scallopini. And we're going to let that cook up. And then we're going to finish it off with some ingredients. And I tell you, this goes really fast. You can do this. If we weren't doing this on the air, I wouldn't even start this yet. I would wait until my rice was just about done. Because this process here only takes 15 minutes, maybe less, 10. So it's not like it's a big, it's going to be a very time consuming um, thing to cook your pork chops. Now, people are very nervous when you start talking about pork. Immediately when you mention pork, they get a little hinky about it. Oh, well, if it's got any pink in it at all, it's going to kill me. Um, and, and the old school thought of that was is that trichinosis was a problem and that it was could potentially kill you, and that was true. But the FDA has some very strong guidelines, and they've changed that. Now, pork has to be inspected by the FDA. They have to be on a certain type of diet, and they no longer eat garbage. Well, the garbage was what was causing the trichinosis. And nowadays, it's really hard uh, to find anybody who's ever caught trichinosis after about 1970. So 
your pork can be, a, you don't have to cook it so much that it loses its flavor and a lot of people do that. They cook it to the point where you just can't have any flavor at all in it and that's a, a severe mistake. All right, I've let these um, browned on one side so I'm going to just turn them over and let them brown on the other and they should look pretty much golden color. You don't want to make them so much that they're too dark because we want these to be nice and tender. But you don't, again, as I was saying, you don't have to overcook this. So we got that heating up there. What I've done in advance, get this out of your way so you can see better. What I've done in advance is I've chopped up some tomato and I've chopped up a little onion. Okay, and so I'm gonna add a little bit of my garlic in here. Is there garlic? How did you get garlic? Hey, you can't go without garlic. I'm gonna add a little bit of wine in here. And you can't ever go without wine. And we'll let that just kind of absorb some of that wine so it'll have a nice flavor. So both sides have now started to brown. I've had my wine in there. Now I'm gonna add in some tomato. And let that cook in with it. We're adding a little green onion and just a little bit more wine. I want it to have some juice in there. And we're just going to let that cook down. Turn it over a little bit. And you can already start to smell all of it coming together. It has a nice clean tomatoey smell to it along with the pork cooking up in it along with our breadcrumbs. And that's all going to work out to come out just about right. I am going to put just a little more salt and pepper on it. Just a little. Um, it needs a little more. I can see that. All right and just a little salt. And we'll turn it over one more time. And we'll put it on our plate. You don't want to forget this part. That goes over it. We'll put it just a little bit. And I'm using a shredded Parmesan. You can use fresh shredded Parmesan if you want to. This just happens to be store. And I put a little bit of fresh Parmesan over the top of it. Something to garnish it with. And that is the way that one's going to look. So it's simple to make. It doesn't take a, uh, a very long period of time to do this. And had we have been in a different environment, I would have made sure that this was already ready. Well, it's getting very close. You can see that. This doesn't take a long time. So I'm going to go ahead and take this lid off. 
and I can see that it's going to need just a little bit more and this should be just starting to brown in here and it is I'm going to need just a little bit more water or chicken broth whichever you like if you like a really good flavor you'll probably use chicken and you'll want it to be loose like that scrape it down and we'll let this go ahead and finish off this won't take very long now at all I don't know how long we've been going but it has only been about 15 minutes it usually takes about 20 for this and what I'm going to do is go ahead and put the lid back on and I'm going to turn this down to where it's just slightly on and we'll let that absorb the rest of that and it'll be ready to go the other thing I'd like to show you today is another one that's relatively unique it's going to be with shrimp now not everybody's a shrimp lover but today we're going to use some shrimp and we're going to make a creamy shrimp sauce um, that we're going to use for uh, pasta and it's easy to make extremely quick and uh, it's very very good so what we're going to do here is our usual get a little olive oil in there and a little bit of our butter now when you're using shrimp and you're cooking it don't buy already cooked peeled and deveined shrimp you can buy what's called green shrimp or raw shrimp and you can buy that peeled and deveined but you don't want to buy it pre-cooked if it's pre-cooked and you put it in heat again it gets real rubbery so we're going to make sure what I did was today was I went ahead and peeled some uh, made sure they were deveined and clean and we're going to put those in here right off the bat and just let those start to brown now it won't take but a few minutes because one thing we don't want to do is overcook them so I'm gonna throw these in here all of them and we're just going to let those cook just a, a few seconds here we're going to add in just a little bit of wine and what's going to make this unique is that it's going to we're going to put a little bit of red pepper in here and that's going to give it a little bit of punch that you normally wouldn't find now I like a little red pepper but there are some people who think it's too strong for them you can leave that out but I just put a sprinkle a little bit in here just about that much not a lot we just want it to give it a slight flavor now these are going to turn pink and as soon as they turn pink and you can see where that one's almost ready right there as soon as they get to that point there we're going to go ahead and add in some cream Not quite ready but almost all right and we'll add in our cream and this is heavy cream 
and we're just going to let this come to a slight quick boil. Now once we've got some liquid in there, we don't have to worry as much about overcooking our shrimp. It's while you're just cooking it in the oil and butter that causes the biggest problem. And it'll get a little bit of a brownish color to it, and that's typical, that's normal, don't get worried about that. But it'll look great on top of your pasta. Well, what I did was ahead of time, I went ahead and cooked up my pasta. I could have done this a couple of days ago, but I have, what I'm using today is going to be linguine. So I'm going to take our linguine and dip it in some hot water, which is right here. And I'm only going to leave it in there for about 30 seconds. In the meantime, I'm kind of watching this, and I can see it's starting to bubble up. And I want to watch my heat now real careful, because I don't want to burn this. Um, cream will scald if you're not real careful with it. And I want to make sure that I keep my shrimp tender. All right, this, you want to make sure you drain real well. And we're going to go ahead and put this on our plate. Way too much pasta for such a small plate. Put this on our plate. And we're going to let this cook down just a little bit more. We want this to start to thicken up a little bit. And while that's getting to its maximum thickness, or where we want it to be, we're going to add just a little bit of tarragon in there. Now this one's out of my garden. It's a, we've got lots of tarragon, but we're getting short on everything else. So I'm going to take some of the leaves of the tarragon off. And I'm going to just chop those up a little bit. And it doesn't take a lot. And we're going to add the tarragon in there. Smell it? Starting to get good. It's getting very close to ready. Just a smidgen of garlic. Just a little garlic. Can't cook without garlic. All right, while that's finishing off, I'll check one more time to see how we're doing on our rice. Oh, just about ready. So close, it'll only be another minute. I think it's close enough where we can uncover it, actually. All right. And you want it to be soft, but not runny. And that's about the way you want it to look. It's kind of, it's, you can feel that it's soft. It's absorbed all the moisture it's probably going to absorb. And it's still got some firmness to it. You want to have that. You do not want this to be so mushy. Um, risotto should be kind of a nutty, crunchy flavor to it. All right, so what we're going to do is put this with this and finish off this meal, which would be a great meal to have, which these guys will probably have.
And your whole meal would look something like that. Serve that with some bread. And that would be a terrific meal. And it would look something like that there. Can you see that okay? Okay. This has rendered to the point where we're going to take our shrimp and start to put on top here. And I can feel that they're still cooked, but they're not overcooked to the point where there's rubbery. And there's nothing worse than rubbery shrimp. Once I've got that on there, I'm going to put this over here and take a handful of breadcrumbs and that'll help thicken this up just a little bit because we want it to be just a slightly more thicker than that. And the last thing that it gets is going to be some Parmesan cheese. And we'll put that in there. All right, that's looking good. Stir that up. And it should look something about like that. It could be a little thicker than that, but time is of an essence here. And then we'll just pour that. over the top. Add a little bit more parm on it. Some garnish. And it would look something like that. And those are two very easy to make quick menu items that you can make for your family. You can do your pasta again ahead of time. You can get your shrimp peeled and deveined and ready to go ahead of time. All you need is a little bit of cream, and if you don't have cream, you can use milk, um, but put some lemon juice in it and let it set for about 30 minutes, and that causes it to thicken up. And it's more like a buttermilk consistency, but it won't change the flavor enough to change this dish here. As a matter of fact, sometimes I even sprinkle a little uh, lemon on top of this to give it that added flavor. So that is uh, a couple of things you can do. This can be reheated. So if you don't eat it all, put it in a baggie, put it in your refrigerator. Next day you can take it out, heat it up in the microwave, and it's great to go again. Um, it's a really versatile rice. That's what I like about it so well. Everything else, you've got most of those ingredients at home. Um, tarragon may be something that you don't keep around a lot, but they sell that in the grocery stores. You can buy it in packs of fresh tarragon. Uh, and so it's not, there's nothing here that I couldn't get locally. As a matter of fact, everything here uh, came from our local county's market. That's where I did the shopping for this. So there's nothing here that you can't find locally. So that's it for today. I'd like to thank you for coming and uh, hopefully I'll see you again in our next show. Have a good evening.